Perspective now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 529th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with some spectacular co-hosts. We've got none other than R. Sigma. Hi. And we've got the lovely as always, jolly as always, Claude Nine. Hello, everyone. And welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, is the podcast that stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. We talk everything here, Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to every, er, yeah, trading card game to the video game and everything in between. Even my Pokemon Ranch. Uh, actually, I have a lot of, I, I like my Pokemon Ranch, okay? Oh, so did I. I. That's why I brought it up. It was a cool way to get a Mew, like. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting, and then also it was just like, it was kind of like the world's best screensaver. <laughs> it was a good screensaver. It was a good screensaver, mm-hmm. Okay. I did like the little dailies that you could do to like try to do all the trades with Haley. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My Pokemon Ranch was pretty fun. I'm really sad we never got the update for it in the West. Mm-hmm. I assume it just didn't sell well because back then that was like before digital download. Digitally downloading games was like a thing to do. And it was really hard to get people to like adopt it, especially because the Wii, the Wii's eShop at the time didn't accept credit cards directly. Wait, wait, what? Oh. Yeah. I think I remember that. You had to go to a store and get the cards. Yeah, you had to like go oh, to a store. Because it was a separate, it was, it was a, a separate, separate currency. currency. It was weak yeah. points instead yeah. of. That's right. And so like nobody ever did it. Why would you do it? The only thing the Wii eShop had over, or I guess the Wii Shop had over everything else was that you could gift games to people. Yeah. I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I, because people from Puckle like very early on would like, gift me games so i could talk about them on the show and i was like <laughs> okay you don't need to do that they're like no you must accept my gift you must and i was just like wow okay i remember back in high school one of my friends sent me ocarina of time because i had never played it and i'm like all right yeah no i miss that i really wish we could gift people games on uh the eShop right now i think that's like the one thing that's missing from the nintendo eShop. well you can it's very difficult don't you just buy it, like the download code and then you can't buy the yeah, download code on, on the eShop, eShop though. You have to oh. go to like Amazon to do it. Never mind then. It's very dumb. It's very very dumb, Claude. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I, I yeah, it sounds dumb to me. Yes, it is. Yes, it's very dumb. But have you guys been up to anything cool other than talking about my Pokemon Ranch? Eh. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I I did get a or I'm trying to chain an Absol right now and uh. Brilliant diamond. I just don't even want to try chaining just because of the random like chain doesn't go far. I went up to like 20 and then I started just reactivating the chain. Then you soft reset. Yeah. Yeah. Or you reactivate it. Isn't the math just go to 17 and then look around if it's there? Not then reset the thing. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I went to 20 though, but yeah, pretty much because the chance of you losing the chain is too high to. It's so high. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. They had such a good opportunity to make it good, and now yeah. it's just... It's real bad. hmm I really dislike it. I'm stuck logging in daily waiting for Electric to show up as my swarm, because... 
For some reason, they had the foresight to make the mansion Pokemon spawn in an order. But for some reason, it's like, oh yeah, you could have Smoochum be your Swarm Pokemon like three times in a week. Because why not? Uh, it's like, that's annoying. Oh, uh, <laughs> that sucks. That really sucks, actually. What about you, Claude? Anything? Uh, I, I've been playing a couple of uh, Pokemon ROMs. We're preparing for, you know. Oh, which ones? We've been playing, I say we, I mean like Shamu, Linian, and I have, we're all playing through Bla- uh, Blazing Emerald. I heard that one's good. It, it's basically Emerald, but, you know, better. Yes. Which is just nice. Like, it's the, the basically the same game, but a little more difficult, some different mons. Uh, mm-hmm. It's fun. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I worked on my Pokemon Blue Living decks this week. Because <laughs> <laughs> I felt like torturing myself. How far, how far along are you on that? I'm very far. Like, I, I started the sheet because it's really hard to go through the boxes. And uh, I think I, I've gotten everything you can get natively in blue minus, I think, two of the Safari Zone Pokemon, Kangaskhan and Tauros. Mm-hmm. You got Chansey? Yeah, you can get Chansey in Cerulean Cave. Ah, are you just going to Surf Glitch? Uh, I'm probably going to Surf Glitch it for those two because it's absolutely stupid to do it otherwise. Yep. Especially in red and blue. Like, yellow, it's not terrible. But in red and blue, it's absolutely awful. Yeah, I think the percent chance is like 5% four. to find. It's four. Or it's four to find. And then, and then catch. catching them so hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I did the mm-hmm. math on this a while ago. I'm like, oh, what are the odds that you can, like, if you were, yes. like, following Ash, yes. what were the odds of, like, catching 30 Tauros in a row? Not good. He, he did the impossible. And I'm like, all right, so you have to make your way to the specific area. Yep. And, like... Hit 30 Tauros in a row, which is already, like... Crazy. 4% to, like, the 30th power. Yeah. And then you have to catch each one, which is another, like... Uh, I think it's some absurd number. And they all have to, like... You have to catch it in one ball, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it was some absurd, like, very, very low, low chance. And that math was a lot of fun to do. I remember doing that with Snag. That was a good time. So what I'm doing now is I'm just playing through red to get the red exclusive Pokemon. Like, I'm literally just playing until Electabuzz, and that's it. <laughs> and and then I'm done. I remember trying to figure out, like, what Pokemon could get me the uh, Mew spawn on the bridge to become the Pokemon I needed from the different version back on the mm-hmm. virtual console. So that was I fun. know which one you're talking about. What is it? It, it is Slowpoke, I think is one. Yeah. Well, you could just go to the Cerulean Gym, and if you battle the first trainer, I think it's Shelter or something like that. That was a Mew. Yeah, that becomes a Mew. Yep. Yeah. And I know the slow poke that you fight above uh, above the Nugget Bridge. Uh, yeah, I think there's like two Mews available in that area. Yeah. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. On the way to Bill. Yep. Yeah. I know which slow yep, poke yep. you're talking about. That slow poke, I know, gives it to you too, because that was one yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. I think there was a point where I was, like, looking at my own Pokemon and finding a Ditto, because that's something you can do, so you can mm. manipulate it. Yep. It's like, oh, that Ditto has the stat that you needed to spawn this Pokemon. Okay, cool. If Ditto copies whatever Pokemon you wanted, you can then do the glitch and get anything, mm. I believe. Yeah, that's what I did. I've been thinking about trying to get Electabuzz that way. That way I don't have to go all the way through Koga and Red to go get some... <laughs> uh, the only things you're missing are very are very early on. It's not a terrible idea. The red exclusives, the red and blue exclusive list is very good, in my opinion, compared to what modern Pokemon games are in their exclusive lists. Mm-hmm. Because they were just like, yeah, maybe like four lines, you know, that'll be good enough, right? And <laughs> so it's like the Oddish line, Electabuzz. Scyther Pinsir. Scyther Pinsir. I need Scyther from red. Yeah. 
Red, by the way, has like all of the cool stuff, uh, which is really upsetting. It has Oddish, which is all that matters. Uh, I don't care too much about Oddish, but uh, you're also missing Growlithe and you're missing um, Mankey. Mankey of all things. What's the other one for Mankey? It's Mankey and... Meowth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who cares about Meowth? Oh, and Ekans. And Ekans. You're also missing Ekans. Well, I always is, put Ekans uh, and Sandshrew. Yeah. Yeah, Ekans and Sandshrew are another one. So it's... Yeah, it's really dumb. <laughs> it's really dumb. I might do it, though, because I can already hit everything but Electabuzz right now <laughs> to, to finish the living decks, and so I might just go ahead and manipulate Electabuzz and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's kind of worth it sometimes. Yeah, yeah I, I would agree. I wouldn't have to go much farther, so it would make my life much easier. I, I really want to complete the living decks in blue, and then my plan from there is to just go ahead and do Pokemon Stadium. Like, I'm going to wipe my save on Pokemon Stadium, and I want to 100% that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you should stream that. Yeah, that's my plan. Good. The only issue I have, because, like, there's still some Pokemon I'm missing, obviously, and those are the Pokemon mm-hmm. that you get through choices, like the starters and, like, the other fossil whatnot. I'd imagine the starters are a pain to get, and so it's not too it's not too bad if you mew glitch spawn them. It's not that bad, but yeah, it's not too bad because you can get them through Pokemon Stadium. <laughs> oh, right. well, I was talking about <laughs> since you're doing living decks, you need like three of each one. Exactly, but you can get them. You can get multiples through Pokemon Stadium. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh. Every time you beat the gym leader castle in Pokemon Stadium, it gives you one of the Pokemon that you locked yourself out from a choice, like Eevee or the starters or. Machop mm. slash, or not Machop, Hitmonchan or Hitmonlee. I'm thinking fighting types. And then it also gives you the fossils. Huh. Yeah, ran- it's random. <laughs> but. I guess the option to trade to Gen 2 and breed it there and then just send them back is also there, but. I'm not doing that. I want to like do like vanilla Gen 1. This is like torture for me. I understand, but this is like a want and a, like a passion thing instead of. Th- then do it. Why not? Yeah, exactly. So I'm doing that. And it gives me just something to do to like. When I'm doing playing Pokemon, like not for content. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to stream. I I really want to stream Stadium though, and let people watch that because Stadium is a mess, and I love it. Yeah. So I I definitely want to do that. I really want to stream through like some game at some point, but with Legends Arceus coming out, I'm like, all right, let's let all yeah, of that die down. I know. And, like, like wait for the next thing. I know that's kind of what I, I'm not. I'm not in a huge rush to get the re- the finish the living decks because I'm just like I'm just gonna stream mm-hmm. Arceus for a little bit, right? And <laughs> exactly we still have the emerald nuzlocke so like when we're when we're not streaming rcs we're streaming that right now then once rcs dies down we can go to play some stadium yeah. so like end of february maybe see i'm looking for something like that like i'm looking maybe something around like march I'm like i want to just like go and like yeah stream like a quick little nuzlocke of a game and just like do it over the course of like a week I'm like all right cool we're gonna rush through this and hope for the best yeah that sounds fun that sounds fun well We've talked a lot. Let's let's go ahead and let's kick it on over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. In the news, there's the news. The news. Uh, there's the a lot news. of God. Sorry, <laughs> there's a lot of fluff this week. Uh. It's a lot of wooloo. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of the cool things that happened this week in the Pokemon universe. First of all, Pokemon Legends Arceus is now available for preload on the Nintendo Switch. 
uh, if you want to do buy it digitally. So you can go ahead and buy it digitally, have it preloaded so it's ready for the day of, which will be exciting. Yep. They haven't announced a day one patch like they did for BDSP or a day negative seven patch. So that's pretty good. <laughs> so things are going pretty well there, I think. <laughs> Could be much worse. Uh, you can't play the game, obviously. It's just a preload, but you can go and grab it. And then if you download the game on the eShop, you'll receive a serial code for 30 heavy balls. And the preload's Ooh. a full six gigabytes, which is shocking because isn't that smaller than BDSP? Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. I think BDSP is like some 10. of the patches. No, some of the patches have been shrinking BDSP's. Oh, size okay. Down so maybe the compression bit. was bad. Yeah, because I think it started at eight and now it's down to like seven or so. That's it's not still bad. Bigger, then. It's still but, bigger though. Know. Yeah, I I imagine we might see like some Legends Arceus updates or something. We'll see. Like though. I was gonna say, BDSP isn't quite as connected to Nintendo developer wise mm-hmm. and Nintendo's compression people are absurdly good at their job. So <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Oh my gosh. I I'm still disappointed in what they did with Donkey Kong on the Wii U. Like mm-hmm. that was 12 gigabytes on switch at six. Like yeah, they're, they're <laughs> the very good at what people they do. did not touch it. <laughs> they are very good at it. All right. Well, that's it for that. I guess if you want some heavy balls eShop, I am actually going to do it for heavy balls. Yeah. yeah i mean they're just they're just quick balls in this game but you know perfect it's fine <laughs> perfect that, that's, that's, that's what the, i want and since catching is more of a thing i guess they were like eh, instead of 12 we can have 30 yeah i'm okay like, with oh, that okay uh i guess the next piece of news is that after last week's accidental release of the 360 degree tour view of hisui region video it's not even like the full history region though it's like one specific no, no, part it's of like it. the first area it's like the but first so area cool. yeah it looks so cool it, it's a really cool feature if you haven't seen it yet i recommend going to pokemon's youtube page i think it's only a uk link that i don't know if they put a they us one in but it doesn't really matter no it's the same thing it's, it's still in english it looks really good mm-hmm. yeah, it's I was, only a, i think it's only about two minutes a little less yeah. but yeah it's still uh, really cool yeah, I, I was showing it to my fiance, and she's like, this looks like Zelda. And I'm like, yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, up next, we have the next uh, Pokemon TCG set has been revealed for Japan, Battle Legion. Uh, the set is due for release on February 25th and introduces a new mechanic. Um, shiny Pokemon are also now included within the set. Yay. As sparkling Pokemon. Yeah, you they're can- specs now. It's yeah. great. You can yeah. only include one sparkling Pokemon in your deck at any one time. So, well, or Prism card is like a Prism. No, they're specs because you can only have one sparkling Pokemon, I believe. Oh, one sparkling I, I Pokemon in general, instead of just one. Yeah, you can only have okay. one. Yep. So okay. you can have the Greninja that lets you discard an energy to draw to, or you can have the Halucha that does extra damage to Bmax. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, that's super cool. That, that's a fun little mechanic they're gonna throw in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how universally useful these first couple are. So. That's mm-hmm. interesting. All right. So if you watch Netflix, like most people. I watch can... Netflix. <laughs> Do you watch Netflix, Clon? Well, the next batch of 15 episodes of Pokemon Master Journeys, the series, are now available in the U.S. on Netflix. Oh, I am pumped. Yep. And oh, it's 15 episodes. I think 15. It might be a typo, but. Because usually I thought it was like 12, but yeah, 15 would be great. Yeah, 15. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like to have it as my bedtime show to like watch an episode and then go to bed. Mm-hmm. Completely understand. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we have a distribution announced for Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and Legends Arceus for Japan. Uh, in February, from the 5th to the 24th, at po- in Pokemon Center, Osaka, Mega Tokyo, and 
Kanazawa in Japan. If you give them a keyword, they will give you a code for a Piplup. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> no, um, no. So th- this is actually really cool. The, Explain. I, I think I heard what the keyword is. But so, uh, the important one is there's a Roost, Piplup, and Arceus. Yes. They give you Piplup with Roost in Legends Arceus, which Empoleon yeah. couldn't get beforehand. So if Empoleon can get access to Roost and, like, you know, make that to a main series game where it gets Roost, then now it becomes a much more viable Pokemon. Because <laughs> Water Steel is a great typing, and now if you get recovery on top of that, it actually becomes good. Yeah. Okay, so so apparently the keyword is I love Piplup. Uh, I assume that's in Japan, or in Japanese, but that is the keyword that you need to tell these people to get your Piplup code. Yeah. How do we tell them? Can we do it? Or do we have to actually go there in person? You have to go there in person. You have to Darn. go there. I mean, or you have to have somebody who will give you the code from there. Yes. Because you can use the code. Like, there's nothing stopping you. All right. We need to find people to go get the code for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, um, up next in Unite, um, Unite received a small update, which adds a bunch of things. Uh, first off is the new Pokemon, Trevenant. Trevenant's now available for purchase uh, in store. Uh, there's also a new balance patch that's gone uh, live. <coughs> um, you know, buffing and nerfing a couple things in the meta. As expected. Oh, uh, the next Pokemon is also in the data right now, and I'll just give a hint to it. Uh, it shares one of Trevenant's types, and it's originally arrived in the same region as Trevenant. So, enjoy that. Gorgeist? What is it? No, it shares <laughs> one of the types. I mean, there's not many grass types, and there's not many ghost types, so it's not Go-Go. too hard to figure Does out. Does Go-Go finally get to do something? <laughs> is it Go-Go? No, it's not Go-Go. God. Who is it? Sigma? Sigma, just tell us. It's, it's Aegislash. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, that's it, like it's it's a good choice. It's a good choice. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy with that. Um, there there is also a new tournament mode for the Pokemon Unite Championship series that's been added. So you can set your own custom rules and all items at like level thirty and all Pokemon unlocked. So that's that's kind of fun, you know, to have. I, I like that it exists. I I don't know how usable it is by the public, but hey, cool. No. I mean, I would love if we had our own little like Puckle Unite tournament, but that's a pipe dream that probably won't ever happen. It's a lot of schedules aligning. Uh, yeah. You'd have to, like, do it all in one day, and I think best of, like, the threes maps would be best, but... Yeah, I don't mind the, uh, the the tournament mode. Oh, tournament mode's a great addition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's me. A new tournament mode for Pokemon Unite has been, uh, has been I, set up. I just said that. It, yeah. Yo, wait, you did it? Never mind. Then who cares? Yeah. Uh, you was the last one. Well, that is me. I was the blue. <laughs> oh, no. The, uh, there's oh, a, yeah. Oh, Helium Tiles in Pokemon Go. Woo! <laughs> He still uses a sunstone. At least we're using those sunstones. At least we're well. using something. Yeah. Like I'd rather it be that than be like it needs a callow stone to evolve. I mean, all of the other Gen two items are useless. Sunstone universally useful. Yes, so. I agree with that. No, most of the Gen two evolution items are hot garbage. Because why would you need that many? They're not used on anything outside of Gen two, except right? sunstone. Right, sunstone. They're like, we're gonna continue using this. It's like okay. <laughs> I'm not against it. I keep getting more, so sure. Yep. Gotta use them on your Whimsicots, too. That's true. You can use them on your Whimsicots. Uh, and I guess, Claude, you've got a last thing to talk about. Ah, yes. Well, Puckle News. Um, the UUTC is, we have one week left for signups. It's gonna be a fun time. The format is BDSP, like, Battle Spot Singles, which doesn't exist, but we're gonna make it exist, because that's fun. We decided it exists in our hearts. I mean, yeah. it'll eventually exist. Like, they said they're bringing the gla- the uh, chi- the stadium to uh, BDSP at some point when their updates, whenever those updates exist. Yeah, so. Yeah, that'd be great. I hope that happens. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, on that note, that's everything. 
So yeah. we'll we'll go ahead and we'll kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we'll quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to the Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host. Thank you for those rules introductions. We're going to kick things off with a question from Better Calasal. Calasal? Better Calasal. Better, oh, better Call Saul. It's Better Call Saul, but call without Saul. the U. Without the U. Oh. Without the U. That's why I couldn't understand, because there's lowercase two, so it's very confusing. Um, mm. All right. Uh, he, they ask, uh, now that we have normal ghost, uh, normal ghost type in Hisui and Zoroark, what is the only ghost type combination that has zero Pokemon? Hmm. Um, oh, I should know this. Is it, let's see, there is, I have to, like, go through the list in my head. I know there's, that's what I'm trying to do. I know there's bug. I know there's dark. I know there's flying. Fairy, fire, watering, grass. Is there, gr- yeah, there's grass. There's, there's fire, grass, water, grass. There's fire, water, grass. There's dragon. There's ground. Is there rock? Uh, I feel like there should be, but uh, keep going. Oh, uh, because well, we have electric. Mm-hmm. We have ghost flying. Yep, we have ghost fairy. I should have just listed all the types and figured them out. Um, so normal fairy, fire, water, grass, electric, ice, ground, flying. Fighting, I think it's rock. I don't know if any goes. I think it's yeah. I think it's rock. I don't know how it's not in because like Mario's had a rock ghost villain, but you know, sure. Yeah, (laughs) I guess it's missing. Rock type is correct. Uh, That is one point for you. That's the only one that doesn't exist yet. Weird. (laughs) All right. That's odd. I don't know why. Yeah. Right. All right. So I've got a question for you. Uh, from Kabukichu. Kabukichu? Is that what we want to go with? Uh, Kabukichu. 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 Uh, in, Poke- in the Pokemon TCG, Fusion Strike is currently the largest standard expansion with 284 cards. Which expansion is the smallest? Uh, I mean, Celebration okay, is right there. TCG, so. <laughs> My guess is going to be Jungle, because it's something that I want to know of. But Celebrations is 25 cards. Celebrations okay. wouldn't be considered the standard expansion. Oh, okay. Standard expansion? Yes. Uh, it probably uh, is one of those old ones. That's the only thing I can think of. Is I'm like, well, it's either that, or like, well, let's see. I know there's base set, there's jungle, and there's fossil. That's about mm-hmm. where my mind goes. I feel like it's one of the earlier ones. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a random rocket expansion do, but I don't know. You would know this what if you, you cubed with you're, me you're, more you're, often. You know more about the TCG than I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you cubed with I, me, I you don't know, know that much about. <laughs> I don't know that much about old ones. Uh, I, I only. I have a general I, idea. I named the ones that I know, and that's base set, jungle, and fossil. Uh, so if it's an expansion, it wouldn't be the base set. So. 
Mm-hmm. That's all I got. 50-50. Man. I don't know. Yeah, it's between jungle and fossil. Uh, what, what do you feel in Sigma? I'm going to go with fossil because the fossil Pokemon all evolve from the same thing. With- Ooh, good call. Good answer, good answer, good answer. All right. <laughs> the uh, the answer is Fossil with only 62 <laughs> cards in the English expansion and 48 in Japanese. Ooh. So it was the Fossil expansion. Wow. Yeah. That, uh, that, there goes my Pokemon knowledge. All right. Well, that's two for two. You, your next question is your Pokedex entry question, as always. So we're going to go ahead and jump right on in. This one is going to be from Tin Tiny Mo. Tiny Mo, maybe? Or Tin Mo? Uh, Tiny Mo is what I'm going with. Tiny Mo? Tiny Mo? Like Pokemon? No, well, no, because it's spelled like T-I-N-Y-M-O. Uh, but okay. its Pokemon X entry states, To protect itself, it clad its body in armor of ice, making made by freezing moisture in the air. Who's that Pokemon? I like Bergmite. I always think Bergmite or Avalog is the first thing that came to my mind. Like, Bergmite actually has the layer of ice above it, whereas Avalog, I think, is all ice. So that's why I'm leaning Bergmite. Bergmite is unfortunately incorrect. Your next entry is, it's Pokemon Sun entry states, Legend says a boulder on an icy mountain absorbed the distress and regrets of a stranded mountaineer, giving rise to this Pokemon. Hmm. Uh, no idea. I don't know. Right? Um, can you repeat the entry? Yep. Legend says a boulder on an icy mountain absorbed the distress and regrets of a stranded mountaineer, giving rise to this Pokemon. The first entry from Pokemon X was, to protect itself, it's clad, it clad its body in armor of ice, making, made by f- freezing moisture in the air. So, the only thing that comes to mind would be, um... Some, uh, what t- what ice type would it be that has like a layer of ice on it? Maybe right. Like I don't think it's. It could be Glalie. I'm trying to think of like the ice Pokemon that are. Yeah, yeah. it could be Glalie, I suppose. Because like uh-huh. he said, a boulder, and I'm thinking a boulder that has ice on it. Hmm. Well, good. That's where my mind went to Glalie, but I couldn't entirely be wrong. I have no idea. I um, have no idea. Uh, what other ice types are there? Since they're like actually made of ice. Ah, uh, that's the challenge, isn't it? I mean, hmm. I mean, it's armor of ice, though. Yes. Still. Like, presumably, it's they are not the ice. They have ice around them, and Glalie kind of fits that mold. I guess because I'm, I'm, I was, I was trying to think: is there an ice rock type? And the answer I could think of is no. No, I don't think so. But Glalie would be the closest thing to an ice rock type if there were one. Glalie's just a weird design. Uh, <laughs> But thinking of Pokemon Snap, I'm okay with saying it. Watching it put, like, its little ice armor on, so. Okay. Let's go with Glalie. Glalie is correct. You guys are three for three now. So good for you. Uh, Your next question's worth up to three points. There are four answers. I only need three of them for you guys to get it correct. This is from Poliwo. What four Generation 1 Pokemon lines have held on to their signature move all the way from Generation 1 to Generation 8? Poor Porygon. It almost made it. Uh, actually, Porygon still gets it because I'm pretty sure it still only has You do have to lock these in and you get two strikes and then you're out. Okay. So you said, uh, it, does it have to be signature move throughout all the games? Yes. Or? Yeah. It's through Gen 8. So yeah. Like now it's still, it's still it's, two. Yeah. It's still it's. So you're going to 
claim conversion. I'm going to lock in Porygon because I don't think anything that is else correct. has conversions. That is correct. Porygon with they conversion. Did give, they gave Carbink Sharpen, but they didn't give it conversion. Because yep. I really want to say, like, Sea King with Waterfall, but I don't... Because that yeah. was a signature move in Gen 1. Yeah, but it needs to mm-hmm. still, it still have its generate. It still needs to have a signature. It still needs to be considered a signature move now. Oh, okay. Um, uh, there are three more answers. Oh, yeah. So before BDSP, would strength on Machamp count? No. Since in Gen Eight, no. you couldn't teach it. Do you count no. Chansey Softboil? No. These are literally moves that only these Pokemon can learn, and nobody else. So the because there's a move tutor that Softboil doesn't yes. count. I okay. feel like Executor Barrage might be a thing. Ooh, yes. Uh, you gonna lock that in or execute? Yeah, uh, that is not on my list. I'm gonna say that's incorrect, but I will uh, I will double check, look into it to make sure <laughs> uh, to make sure it doesn't. Uh, it, oh, okay. Uh, so I mean, so it is. That is correct. I do not know. wait. When was it inter- introduced? Generation one. It was. That counts. Yeah. I don't know why that's not on the list. Wow, that is yeah, an oversight. <laughs> we have to, we have to, you guys found an answer. Okay, that's two points. You gotta get another one, but I'll give you that I one. I want to say Ditto Transform, but Mew gets Transform. Mew does get Transform. Move, though. It is, uh, no, that's Psy not Strike correct. also doesn't count because it didn't get that to like Gen 4. No, yep. uh, uh, Gen 1? You are correct. Signature yeah. move. Oh, wait, no, actually, the Barrage does not count um, because it doesn't exist anymore in Generation 8. Oh, okay. Did they not add it back in? They when, did uh, not. It was one of the cold moves. Rip. So that I, does not count. I wasn't sure if they... That does not count. Boo. They didn't even add it back into BDSP? Nope. Poor thing. Um, hmm. What else has a signature move? Like... So you I guys... Think, so oh, I, I'm oh, going to give you a strike uh, for... I'll give you a strike for Executor. Chansey Egg Bomb? Chansey Egg Bomb sounds like a good one. And I was going to say... Are you going to uh, lock that in? Lovely Kiss as well. Uh, you're on, this will be your second but, strike. This will be your well, second strike. Well, it's still strike. the same line. Yeah. It's the same line. I think Jinx, lovely kiss. Which one are we doing? Which one, what are you locking in? Which one's locked in? We'll do in? Jinx first. We'll do Jinx, Jinx is first. correct with lovely kiss. That's two. Um, you need one more. And you have one strike. Next strike, you're out. Okay. Um, does Hitmonchan get a signature move? No. No? Uh, okay. I don't believe so. I'm trying to think of, like, it used to be, like, shell- uh, Cloister used to have Spike Cannon. It was the only thing, but now... Uh, I mean, there might be a world where Hitmonlee has Rolling Kick still. I don't think that's the case, though. Other um, things can have it, though. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, I am struggling to figure this. Does anyone else? Does Machamp get submission? Anything else? Uh, Polyraph gets it, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was a TM uh, in Gen 1, so a lot yeah, of things okay. got submission. <laughs> so I guess, is there a signature move of, like... Is Cloyster Spike Cannon? There are two more. There uh, are two more. No. Uh, Corsola. Uh, Okay. There are two more Generation 1 Pokemon lines. Does you can Snorlax use the hint. You still have the hint, but I guess you're oh, trying to go for eight. Or you're trying yeah, to go for eight. It. No, uh, we, we missed the first Pokedex entry, so it doesn't matter. Uh, one of these is a uh, is a trade evolution, and the other one's a ground type. Okay, so there's one in four chance uh, with the trade evolution. So Is it Dig Diglett? No. No. Okay, no. that's a Drober. Drober no. Dig. Okay. A it's, lot a, of, it's a TM. It's a TM. <laughs> Uh, yes, it's a TM. I forgot. Okay, let's go on the trade evolution line, because there's only four of them, right? Machamp, uh, Golem, Alakazam... Oh, Alakazam, uh, Kinesis, right? Oh, yep, no, it doesn't have it in Gen uh, 1. It doesn't have that in Gen 1. Are you sure? Okay. Pretty sure. Um, how, how sure? I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's go Alakazam, Kinesis. Line Kinesis. 
Kinesis with uh, with Alakazam is correct. <laughs> okay, I thought it was Gen 2. It got that. No, no, correct. Nope, it got it in Gen. It got it in Gen 1. It's been bad for a long it. time. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, it was bad until he updated it. Well, what's the ground one? Um, uh, I don't know how to do it without giving it away. With another well, hand. Oh, I thought we only need three. We oh, yeah, you only need three. Yeah, okay, never mind. You got it. Um, the, the ground <laughs> one is uh, Cubone with Boomerang. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. No, nothing has ever learned Boomerang other than Cubone and Marowak. And Smeargle. Yeah, well, yeah, but that doesn't count. <laughs> Smeargle doesn't count. So that gives you guys three points. So you guys are six for uh, six for four. You get your last question today, which is your base stat question as always. And we are going to get a question from uh, from Sly. Which fossil Pokemon, Pokemon, excluding Megas, has the highest base stat total? Base stat total. Geops. I think that's right. They gave it a negative ability, so they gave it a higher base stat total. Hard to argue with that logic. Unless, unless you want to count Genesect and be awful. But I don't think we're counting Genesect. You're not counting Genesect. <laughs> No. And we're going to say it's Archeops. Yeah, we're going to say Archeops. Uh, Archeops. We're not because no Mega Arrow. Mm-hmm. Archeops is correct with base 567, which is the same as its National Dex number, fun fact. Uh, the next are the nice. Kalos fossils, uh, both at 521. Aerodactyl at 515. The Galar fossils at 505. And everybody else is at 495. <laughs> so, yeah, there you guys go. That's seven points for you guys today. You're doing pretty well. Um, that was, uh, that was a much easier ride than last week. So I'm going to go ahead and total those up. It does change up the standing slightly. Uh, we're going to go ahead and, um, we're going to, we're going to sort, uh, Claude is in first with 22 points tied for second. We've got Seth Bilo and our Sigma with 14 points and tied for fourth place we've got Lenny and Mark Jashira basket with 7 points everybody else has yet to get on the board all right well that's where it is Claude's within shooting distance let's see if we can get 8 next time uh yeah but I'm probably not going to be on for a little while that's that's your fault not mine uh <laughs> that's your fault and not mine all right well if you want more Puckles Pokey quiz tune in next week until then we're going to kick it on over to the topic Hey, would you like a green Tauros badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is special because this is the first patron-selected topic of the Puckle Podcast history and of this year. So if you're a patron... For those of you who are unaware, you can go to patreon.com, even support us for as little as $2, and every month we put up a post asking you guys to recommend topics for us to do on the show. We plan to do them at the end of every month, but there's Legends Arceus coming out this month, so this isn't the last episode of the month. Next month has Pokemon Day at the end, so... Exactly, so it's the same thing next month, (laughs) but in March, it'll be the last day of March. (laughs) 
So this is uh, this is what we're at this week. Um, if you actually get your topic selected, you are the winner of the uh, Red Rotom badge. Red Rotom. Yum. I don't know if that's the tagline oh, yet. Uh, but, that's uh, fine. I like that. Though. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's the tagline yet, but you can get the Red Rotom badge. I don't know if it's going to be a roll or not. <laughs> I haven't decided. <laughs> it might be. Uh, you can get your Red Rotom badge for doing that. But... Uh, yeah, you can, and then we, I pick and curate a few of the, uh, a few of the topic suggestions, and then you guys vote on them. And this mo- month, it was chosen to be generational gaps in Pokemon: How to introduce new players to the franchise by Horatia Villa over on Patreon. So thank you to Horatia for coming up with the topic this month or this week, not this month, or I guess both, because it's technically the one mo- time I let you guys do it uh, <laughs> every month. So how to introduce new players to the franchise. And I've thought about this because I saw this was winning over a week ago. <laughs> so I've been thinking about it. And uh, I guess I'll ask you guys to start, though. I'll let you guys start. How, what, what are your recommendations for introducing a new player to the franchise? Honestly, I think it's Pokemon Go. Yeah. Oh, that's a good answer, actually. Okay, so like my answer is not Pokemon Go. So one, I think there's a difference between who you're introducing to the franchise. I think there's, I think that matters. Yes. Cause th- th- there's a giant generational gap too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference between introducing, say like my 30 year old friend to Pokemon and introducing like my child to Pokemon. You know what I mean? I feel like Pokemon Go is still a good choice in both situations. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong though. <laughs> because I think, I think one of Pokemon's strengths is its character design, and Pokemon Go lets you see the widest variety the quickest. Yes. It's like, ooh, what's that? And then the silhouettes also give a nice bit of mystery. It's like, ooh, I wonder what that is. And they go find the silhouette, and it's like, oh. Like, a kid could be happy with that, an adult could be happy with that. I don't entirely disagree with you. I'm going to do my anti-Pokemon Go bias. Uh. <laughs> so like it, it's it's one thing to be like oh that's a like i think pokemon let's go pikachu and eevee is a yes. really good way to get someone like young into the game i think a kid i think it's perfect for a kid yes because i think let's go pikachu and eevee as much as we poop on it all the time here i think that let's go pikachu and eevee are excellent games for a first time into pokemon for kids because typically like especially if you're a young young kid i'm talking some kid like in the ballpark of like five years old or something this oh, is yeah. perfect because they can just throw the ball there's nothing complicated and on top of that mom and dad can join in yeah you can do the co-op yep. battling uh, or you could be playing it and the kid can join in right the starter is by far the best thing you'll ever need in the game like, yes you don't need to change pokemon yes it's a very easy game Though Eevee does have the challenge of knowing which moves you want to keep, but... Yes, that is also true. <laughs> Pikachu doesn't have to pick its moves. Eevee does. I, I think it's very good for introducing, like, very young kids to the game, though. Like, I I will say that. I we I mean, we talked about it, too, when Let's Go was announced and up to the release, is that it, it's very much like baby's first Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that in a derogatory sense, but it is like the way it's seen and the way I mean, that's why I think it's a good first game for kids. If you're trying yeah. to introduce them to the franchise and you want them to play yeah. proper Pokemon and not Pokemon go listen to the sarcasm, <laughs> please listen to the sarcasm, everybody. <laughs> 
I think that's like one of the big strengths, though, of, of Let's Go. Like, I think this is the highest praise I've ever given Let's Go on this show. Uh. <laughs> well, because it's, it's more interactive. It's fun. You can do some yes. co-op. Yes. And like, it takes all the hard mechanics out of the game. Like, the, there weren't yes. like EVs that you had to really worry about. I mean, there were the candies, but like, that's super simple. No, the candies mm-hmm. are super easy to understand, too. Yeah. Because you just shove them down the throat until you can't anymore. Exactly. And then you're done. And you could you don't have to worry about which stat you put it in because you can do it to all the stats. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I expect legends to do something similar. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. think there are EVs. That could be wrong. Uh, there are not EVs. You are correct. Yeah, it's whatever. Either way, but like an older person, like an older person outside of Pokemon Go, I don't know exactly which game I would do, but I think probably Sword and Shield. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm, I think Sword and Shield's the way to go. Like Pokemon games have only gotten better. Sword and Shield are okay. They're not going to have the contempt of not being able to have everything in it. Yeah. That's that's honestly true. That's true. I don't know. I So, like, personally, I mean, my answer before Sword and Shield would have still been X and Y before Sun and Moon. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think X and Y was a great game. X and Y was more Pokemon than Sun and Moon, I guess. Yeah. I think it was more, like, OG Pokemon. It captured the essence of Pokemon. And I, I don't. it's not saying that sun and moon are bad games because i think sun and moon tried to do something really different mm-hmm. and i really liked what they tried to do with it like the spirit of sun and moon is really strong because they chose a location to base it off of that has like a very unique identity yes like i don't want to i don't want to like poop on england and galar or anything but being from the west my ourselves i feel like there's a little bit of inherent bias and in being like well galar didn't feel like that super special right like there are some some like references to like very english things but that's about it. I think the issue with Galar is that it feels like it may have started development for 3DS. I think it, I do not disagree with you. <laughs> like, I, I'm excited to see what the next generation brings. I, I think Gen 9 is going to be like an actual Switch game. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree that Sword and Shield probably started as a 3DS game, especially the trains that you never use being a thing. Yep. I, I, I think you might be right. Uh, the, the trains that were meant to take you to each island, quote-unquote. So here's my off-the-beaten-path answer to this question. Okay. Is I would probably start them on Unite. What? No. Yeah, so, so hear me out. I think it depends on... I think it depends. I think it depends. Uh, so, so, so hear me out. It's an easy game for people to get into. Like, there's... It's a very simple game that, you know, just has the Pokemon characters in there. From yes. there, you can then introduce them to, oh, do you want to play one of the actual games if they like Unite? I feel like Pokemon Go is a better answer in that way. To be like, here's a free game know. with some Pokemon in it. I think Pokemon Unite is a specific audience. Okay. Because I know you played League beforehand. So, like, it makes more sense. Like, if you have, like, a League player that you're trying to introduce to Pokemon, to be fair, the League player is going to be like, Pokemon Unite is super easy compared to League. You're right, and they'll feel better about themselves. They probably will. Decline. Maybe they won't be as hate-filled as they as they usually are. Definitely not. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Pokemon Unite is uh, is I don't know. I feel like that's a little too intense. Okay. To introduce introduce somebody to. If they're not a Pokemon fan, you could still show them something like Pokemon Snap. Yeah, exactly. Like Pokemon Snap is very friendly to people who don't know what Pokemon is, and it's just Fair. a rail shooter. I mean, if if people like like a lot of story. I'm going to show them, like, Colosseum and XD Gale of Darkness. Oh, that's... Yeah, I'm not... I don't know that I would make that, like, the first game. If they've never played Pokemon before, I don't know yeah. if I want to start them on a doubles-only game. I don't know, but, like, it, it just... You get so limited choices. 
Mm. Like, see, they don't have to make as many choices, and the story is just really, really good. Like, yeah. it, it's just a fun story that's different than any other Pokemon game. You don't have to pick a starter. You get picked one already, for the most yeah. part. And then you just adventure on a path, and your goal is to just, you know, snag the evil bad guys away. Yeah, that's true. It's it's a lot less choices, which is what I was trying to come across. What, what I hate about the timing of this question is I wonder if Legends Arceus is going to be a better answer, like, as of next week. <laughs> I mean, because it is like an interesting concept of Pokemon and it because I feel that TPCI or Game Freak has been trying to come up with a game where you it's like Pokemon Go and that you have to catch the same Pokemon over and over again, because that's kind of the content you need there outside of mm-hmm. battling. And I don't think Let's Go really hit that mark in a very meaningful way. No, no, no. Let's Go felt like it took you out of the experience a little bit. It was too a much. chore. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, Let's Go was a chore in that in that sense. Which I didn't really care for. This you're just like snapping Pokeballs at him. Yeah. This one this one feels a lot better. This one feels a lot better. Or at least seems better from the outside looking in. I haven't played it yet, obviously. And I don't know. I, I wonder if this would be the answer that I would give next week. <laughs> like you mentioned it, like each generation is different and each yeah. type of person is different. Like if you have someone who's like spent their life growing on like Fire Emblem games, I'm gonna yes. hand them Conquest first. I will not hand them Conquest. Well, if, if they played, like, the old-school Fire Emblem, it's just Conquest. Okay, okay. The pro- the problem is, like, I... So I've gone back recently and played Conquest, like, within the past six months. So have I. Yeah, and have you seen that menu system? It's way clunkier than the Fire Emblem system ever was. I don't mind it. I think it's fun. It was so clunky. That game is super clunky. And I I think that's a huge issue in and of itself, is that Conquest is just very clunky. I wouldn't hand that to somebody first. I'd be like, hey, here's a Pokemon game. And then I'd be like, and you like you like Fire Emblem, so here's Conquest afterwards. I think the way my mind is working is if someone doesn't know Pokemon or doesn't know a lot about it, I want to hand them a spinoff that is simple and easy Mm-mm. and then get them into the main game. I don't know that I would do spinoffs first. I would never give someone Mystery Dungeon, right? Okay, no. Yeah. Mystery Dungeon, no. God no. I feel like I feel like you just give them like a really good Pokemon game on the console of their fa- favorite. Like you just go you you like if somebody's just like, "Hey, I really like retro gaming or something." You're just like, "Here's Emerald. Play this." Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point I would just say, "Here's Heart Gold Soul Silver." Yes, absolutely. I think that's a good option too. I think Heart Gold Soul Silver <sighs> is is an o- excellent option. See, Heart uh, the problem with it is like grinding. Gr- grinding is so difficult. Uh in Hard gold soul silver. I'd rather have them platinum, if anything. Platinum's fine. Not BDSP. Yeah, not BDSP. <laughs> not BDSP, please. <laughs> not recommending that to a newcomer. No. Like, great. Like, if they're brand new, though, like, what's wrong with handing them Gen 5? Nothing, honestly. Like, I said this before. I think the issue with Gen 5 was, like, one, that it was just happening at the wrong moment in time. Yeah. It's, it's a very similar issue to what happened with Sword and Shields with the launch, right? Where you just had zero transparency from Game Freak and the Pokemon company about the direction they want to go with Pokemon. And they, they obviously want to make this massive change to the franchise, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it makes you scared because you're just like, well, Pokemon's about, as Sigma said, about the wonderful character designs. And What if we didn't let you access those? Yeah, exactly. Uh, what if we don't let you access those? And I think we've had this issue happen three times in the history of Pokemon. Yeah. And none of them have gone well. <laughs> I mean, the jump to Ruby Sapphire is probably the closest. You couldn't bring your old yes. Pokemon, but you could at least find them eventually. Uh, eventually, yes. Uh, the Gen 3 National Dex is an absolute horror to collect. 
See, I I have a trouble giving anyone like any of the original games when there's a remake oh, of them. No, you shouldn't hand anybody red and blue. Not anymore. No. No, if you're gonna hand them Kanto, you hand them their Let's Go or Fire Red Leaf Green. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. It's like I'll never hand someone Gen like old school Gen One, Gen Two, unless yes. they're looking for a very retro game. Yes, because Heart Gold Soul Silver I is just a better version of it. I agree with o- you. Like Oras is better than Emerald. Like, oh, then Fire. Ah. I mean, I-, I would rather hand Oras than Emerald. Uh I'm not against Emerald and Platinum over Oras and BDSB. I liked Oras a lot, though. I like Oras, but I like Oras as a Pokemon fan, right? Yes. Like okay. if they're not a Pokemon fan already, I'm not sure as. That's they true. Care as much about Megas because e- e- even then I'm handing them X over Oras. Yeah, like I think Oras is definitely a game that bases itself on the content that preceded it very heavily. Yeah, it's like I like Oras. I'm not recommending it. Yeah, in the context of X and Y, and the context of Gen Three, very good. It's literally the opposite of like the black and white problem, right? <laughs> it, because it was it was the right thing at the right time. I think that's what Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was. It, because it was something that people desperately wanted right then and then, right then. Mm-hmm, and they true. got it and they got it in the context of generation six at the height of mega evolution being really cool. And everybody was hoping that megas would be a thing forever. And then we all got our dreams crushed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> because little Timmy can't have his mega agron anymore. Okay. Poor and, it's, Timmy. and it said poor little Timmy and his mega agron. It's nothing against RS. It's just no. not the kind of game I'd recommend to someone trying to get into the franchise. No, I, I think I would rather play hand somebody Emerald than Oras. Uh, I don't as know. Like a, as like a first game, that would be my choice. I understand it. I don't know if I believe it. I, I mean, the, the better answer to all of this is still Sword and Shield, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, Oh, yes, 100%. Like, if I'm going to hand someone a Pokemon game, I'm going to hand them Sword and Shield. Especially after the DLC, I think it's a very good game in that regard. Yes. I, I think it introduces especially what modern Pokemon is, and it really it really expresses that. I think the story is rather weak, because my biggest issue is like it doesn't follow the Pokemon tropes, and then it tries to change them, but I don't think it changes them well. Mm-hmm. Sun and Moon tried to change the tropes, and I think Sun, Sun and Moon at least like had some success with it in that regard. But yeah, like they they just like they very like transparently telegram craft that like Chairman Rose is the bad guy. And <laughs> And then don't even, like, have any other buildup other than, like, this guy's obviously evil. I wonder what's up with that. And yeah. then at the end, it's just like, yes, I was evil all along. Who would have guessed? And it's just like me. It's like, ah, oh, yes, yes. Me the entire time. <laughs> and the thing was, he's not even that evil. He's just really impatient. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's just like, I, I just want to save the world, but I'm going to go prison now, I guess. Bye. <laughs> I, I still feel bad about how rushed the end of that game is. Yeah. Yeah, it felt a little bad. I don't know. Like, I, I that's my only complaint about Sword and Shield as a first game at this point. I think it has one, one of the weaker stories. But we're talking about giving X and Y to people, and I would argue that story is just as weak. Uh, <laughs> that story is just as weak. It might be weaker. Yeah, I think I think it's just as weak. I don't know. Like, I really want to be like, oh, there's got to be, like, a fun spin-off game that I could give to people that they would enjoy. And, like, my mind goes to Stadium 2. Stadium 2? I... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why is this bigger rental Pokemon not as good as that smaller one? I don't get it. <laughs> I wish those games were more playable on their own. But, like, like there are just so many fun mini games to play in there, too. 
Oh, the mini games are fun. Yeah, I'm still saying like Pokemon Party needs to be a spin-off game. Yes. I think Pokemon Party, like you just take Mario Party, but you replace all the Mario characters with Pokemon. Yes. And you have a hit. Yes, I think you do that, and you literally just play mini games with your Pokemon, and you take the mini games from Pokemon Stadium One and Two, and you just make them kiss, and then you're good. I think that's all it takes because Pokemon Stadium itself is very close to already being like it's like mini Mario Party in that sense with the mini games. Like you can even take all the mini games from inside the Pokemon games. Yep. Just rebring in the Pokeathlon. Mm-hmm. Like I liked Pokeathlon. I like Pokeathlon was fun. Pokeathlon's fun. You can do all the other ones like. I think it was, like, the Dodrio Berry thing. Yeah. Those are, uh, I'm forgetting them now. But, like... I mean, all the e-reader minigames. Exactly. Yeah, no, there's maybe. plenty There's plenty of minigames that exist. And I think if you just update them to, like, Pokemon 3D... Pokemon minigame collection. And so, you just throw it out there and you put a board game out there. The board game... I mean, this is all... We, we've already made a more successful Animal Crossing Island Adventure or whatever that was called. What was that? Is that what it was called? Amiibo Party? Amiibo Party. Never mind. They just called it Amiibo Party because it was already a cash grab. I forgot. (laughs) Like, we've already made a better one. (laughs) Okay. The board doesn't need to be intricate. Like, that would be the type of thing I would introduce to someone that knows nothing about Pokemon. Yes. Let's play all these fun mini games with Pokemon characters. Yeah. And then if they like that and like, oh, these characters are pretty cool. Be like, oh, here, try the actual game they come from. Yeah, the, the problem with the Pokemon Stadium minigames is, in my opinion, that there just aren't enough to introduce somebody to the entire franchise. Oh, 100%. There's just 100%. not enough. Especially since it's only Gen 1 and 2 Pokemon. Yeah, yeah well, be. outside of that, because I think some of the cooler designs came from there. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of most Gen 2 designs, but that's beside the point. I think Gen 2 Pokemon are weak, like, just weak in the game. I think the they're game. overrated. But... In Gen 2, they are weak Pokemon, and their designs, I feel like, are just Kanto... Yes. Plus one. Yes. I see Gen 2 is just an extension of Gen 1. I've never thought Gen 2 was its own thing. Gen 2 is the game that Gen 1 should have been. Yes. Gen 2 is yeah. the game that Gen yeah. 1 should have been. And I think that's why I appreciate Gen 2 more than I appreciate Gen 1. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm a Gen 1-er, but I like Gen 2 more in that sense. Like, because I'm just like, yeah, this is an OG Pokemon. I think Gold and Silver are OG Pokemon because that's the game they really wanted to make. Yeah. And that it has been stated in interviews. Like, Gen 2 is the Pokemon game we wanted to make the entire time, but we couldn't finish when they released Gen 1. And then Gen 1 happened, and then they got the compression properly done, uh, yeah. as we were talking about earlier today, <laughs> in Gold and Silver. And they managed to fit everything in that they wanted to fit in. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm a Gen 1-er in that sense. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Because the, there are original 251 Pokemon, okay? <laughs> And the Johto theme song was really good on the anime. So, uh, which, which which Johto theme song are you referring all to? All three, all three, Kay. all three of good them. Good answer, because they're all bangers. They're all, they're all bangers. Yes, <laughs> I really like the advanced theme songs too. So but did I. Yeah, those are good too. Maybe not Battle Frontier, but the rest no. of them. Uh, that's something we haven't talked about. Is the anime like that? Might be like an interesting way to introduce somebody <laughs> to Pokemon. Well, because like I think to myself and like a lot of you know, yeah. I want to say my generation, but like I'm part of our generation. Yeah, I know. Our generation. I grew up on the show. I did too. I think we all did to some extent. I think that the difference for us was one, the internet wasn't as popular when Pokemon launched, Mm -hmm. which made getting like getting like additional. We didn't have things like PokeTubers, right? Which I think a lot of aren't that great anymore. Anyway, I don't watch any unless you really like to watch people open Pokemon cards. Uh, I, I used to know. watch a lot of battling. 
Yeah, there's not as much going on because Sword and Shield really killed the uh, the t- it's the timer. But yeah. yeah, watching people battle on Showdown eventually gets bored. Yes, and not being able to watch people play matches on game yep. as much is like because that was half yeah. the fun was like watching the animations and waiting for the next move. Yep, and formats have changed too yeah. fast to care about watching VGC. Yep. But, like, I grew up on the anime, and I loved, like, that's where I got all of my news. That's where I got all Man. my Pokemon information. And it, it was just, I yes. enjoyed it. And I think what they're doing with, like, Pokemon Masters and Pokemon... Yes. Journeys. You and I have talked about this. Because, like, yeah. I think Pokemon Journeys being released on Netflix is an excellent idea. Especially yeah. because the Saturday morning cartoon blocks, they just don't exist anymore. No. And also, people just don't have cable anymore. So no, no. one had Toon yeah. Disney. Exactly. And I'm very happy that it's somewhere that people can easily access it. I really just wish there was one place that people could just watch it all from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, licensing rights. Oh, uh, yeah. Pokemon TV, right? Uh, kind of, sort of. You can kind of do it, but not really. Because, like, they, they own all the rights at Pokemon TV. But they only release, like, I think it's, like, every week they just shuffle, like, five episodes from each season through. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I think if you follow it, you can probably watch them all. Um, if you keep up with it, I, I think it's more akin to like, this is, this is like a really retro nostalgia trip. If you like, remember kids WB used to have like the yeah. weekday afternoon blocks. Like you get home from school, you watch kids WB from three to five. And, uh, mm-hmm. I think Pokemon TV is more akin to that watching method because they did used to like, just have weeks where it's all new Pokemon episodes, like every day, every once in a while, I on Twitch, Pokemon will just stream the anime. Yes, they do. They do do that. Which, which is great. Like, I, yeah. I was going back and watching a bunch of Gen 3 and Gen 4 they had on. I'm like, oh, this is fun, just to have on in the background. I have been heavily considering trying to get something like that started in Puckle, like where we do, like, Puckle Saturday mornings. Because we typically record the show at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning on yep. Saturdays. But, like, I'm up I'm up at 6. <laughs> and we, I could, like, start something where we uh, where we just, like, watch, like, four episodes of the anime together as, like, a group in, in Discord. I've been thinking about this for a while because I think it's an excellent, th- like, it's just a really cool product, um, especially the first five seasons were a very cool mm. product. And I just, I would love to relive that with people. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I also just have nostalgia for Saturday morning cartoons. Sigma and I have gone down that rabbit hole several times. <laughs> I've joined the world's worst Facebook group called uh, Kids WV Fox Kids, like, Unite or whatever, where people just, like, post nostalgia stuff, but it's really bad nostalgia stuff. Uh <laughs> And I don't know. I, I enjoy that. I enjoy it. I mean, you could introduce kids that way. I think it would be cooler to introduce them with the original anime, but that's probably just nostal- like rose-colored glasses on my yes. behalf. Yeah. I didn't suggest it because I didn't know what season I'd recommend. Probably not Alola. No, not Alola. Not Alola. So I really liked Six. I, I would The X and Y anime is still one of my favorites. Uh, X, X and Y is not fine. bad. The, the only problem is it's the same formula for all the episodes. Yeah. Something, something, something like, oh, we're going to, we're going to do this. Team Rocket shows up. You beat Team Rocket. Move on. And it's just that for 100 episodes. Journeys is probably healthiest, but I, I would know, agree. Uh, Journeys has a lot of references too, but I think they're good references in that you don't need to really understand them other than like, yeah, Ash probably met this person before. Mm-hmm. The only problem with Journeys is it doesn't follow the traditional Pokemon path. No. Where if they want to do it, like, if they want to like follow like a game, it's oh go through the eight gyms, elite four, you're done. I think that's fine. Oh, it, it, it's totally fine, especially in like modern day, because like because Gen One was a good Pokemon game when we when Gen One was the only Pokemon game, mm-hmm. and 
I would say the same goes in for anime in that sense, because there wasn't a lot of anime, especially anime that the Western audiences were exposed to in Gen 1. Mm-hmm. When we had like the original anime. And so like it was a decent cartoon at that time. It's like we knew Sailor Moon and yeah. Dragon Ball Z and that's about it. And it was on par. And I think now it kind of takes pieces because some of the my favorite moments from the anime have been recent. Uh, especially because like in the Alola episode, there's literally just like a slice. Of, there's a few slice of life episodes. Exactly. Which, which is really excellent. And I, I would exactly. agree that that still happens in journeys. Oh, I, I understand. And like, that's the thing. Like growing up, I hated those slice of slice of life filler episodes. That's fair. But now like I look forward to them because it's different. Yes. I mean, I guess maybe it's one of those things that depends on the age group again as well. I still think the OG anime has value, especially if you have like a young kid you're trying to introduce to Pokemon, because you still get like the who's that Pokemon thing, which I think is big. It it, it depends. Whatever game you give them, I think you start on that anime, almost. Maybe. Because cause this way they get to see the game they're playing. That's fair. If I'm going to like give someone a Pokemon game and tell them an anime to watch, I'm going to give them X and Y and show, tell them to watch the anime because it's one of the better animes and they can follow mm. along the entire time. Yeah, I'm not against that. that. That's just my personal take on it. I'm not against that. I I just think there's value in... So if you're an adult, let's say... So let's say you're like our age and people our age do have kids, uh, which is weird to think about. Yeah, I know. Uh, but they, they have kids and they want to introduce their kids to Pokemon. I think the original anime is a good way to go. One, for you as a parent because of several things. One being that you're going to have that nostalgia trip and you're going to love it and it's going to be something easy. You're sharing this with your kid. You're sharing part of your childhood with your kid. Two, the original five seasons of the anime have plenty of little jokes that were meant for your parents to watch and not for you to understand. <laughs> A lot of them. Oh, poor kids. I can't go back and rewatch the original anime anymore because like half of it's wrong. And Ash just feels dumb. Like they've made so many mistakes in that anime that like don't exist anymore. Season one is rough. Season one is rough. They fix it. They do fix it, to be fair. Um, I like aim for the horn, okay? Okay. I, I I like aim for the horn. Even in the first gym, it's like, oh, if I get this onyx wet, I can beat it. I know, I know. Type. It's a shame they didn't put that in Pokemon Yellow, by the way. I'm I'm still upset they didn't put that in Pokemon Yellow. I I think it they would have. It would have been A great. targeting mechanic where you can target the sprinkler. I think it should have been a thing where it's just like, oh, you released the sprinklers and like there's a water gun effect or something that happened to Onyx, you know, or, and you like did a little side of, I don't know. There, there is a Pokemon ROM hack for this so you can feel better uh, <laughs> called Pokemon Ash Gray. Well, that just follows Ash's yeah, uh, thing. Yeah, 100%. And it's great. Now, the other thing is, since you brought this up, what about giving someone the manga? Ooh, no. No, I wouldn't introduce. Well, you would never give someone the manga? I don't think so. Uh, I don't, I don't agree. I think with there that. are better ways of introducing people to the series. I I somewhat disagree with that. I think it's a very specific type of person, though. Like I said, like all of these, I think require. It's definitely a case by case basis. And I think the manga you could give to somebody who's like already an anime fan and give that to them because I think the manga is a great story, just like a great manga in general. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like if you start someone off on the manga who would be big into the manga, you're setting them up for disappointment when they reach the rest of the franchise. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I I think you have to like do your own headcanon. Also, I don't, I don't understand how there's not an anime for that manga yet. That's very upsetting to me. 
I, I think I think if they made an anime out of the Pokemon manga, it would be insanely awesome. <laughs> but the, the closest they got were those four episodes, the Pokemon Origin episodes they did. That was those very close. I, that, was, that was very close to the manga. Very close. Until they were just like, Mega Charizard X! And then we all so cried close. a little bit. Then we all cried a little bit. The first three episodes worked. Uh, the fourth one was a an ad. The, fir- the fourth one was an ad for X and Y. You are not yes. wrong. <laughs> the first three were really good, though. So here, here's the other thing that I would consider, you know, an introduction to Pokemon. If you have someone that's very, like, competitive into games, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I would start... Showdown. Out, I mean, not necessarily showdown, but, like, I'm going to go back in time, like, you know, probably, like, two years, if okay. not more. But let's say three years. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go to Pokemon Worlds. You should come with me. If like a very competitive person, this way you go and you get to watch all the hyper competitiveness of the thing, and then they get involved into it. This way you can explain it. I don't think you. No, I don't think that works. I would be like, because you're explaining, you have to like explain why good moves are good moves at yes, the event. And I like that. I don't mind doing that. I know you don't mind, but I don't know. As a person, I don't like going to an event and having it explained to me. Yeah, it's a lot to take in if you don't know what's happening, right? Yes. I, I think of like fighting game tournaments, right? Like, let's say I know like we have a few community members that are big into Smash, and let's say we went to a Smash event, right? Oh, I'd have a blast watching it. I know nothing about it. I would know nothing about it, and having somebody come up to me and try to explain it to me while I'm there, I'm not going to be happy about that. <laughs> I mean, Smash is a lot easier to watch visually. It is. Than that's Pokemon, true. Though, and that's still better than Pokemon. Pokemon has a lot of sitting around waiting for yes. them to pick their lines, right? Exactly, and that gives you like. it's not like oh let me just bring this person to an event it's hey i'm gonna go to this competitive pokemon event do you want to come and watch and like if they say yes and they're interested sure now you have a easy in to explain everything i want to know who this person is (laughs) right this is a theoretical person i'm not sure exists yeah (laughs) okay fine fine i'll fight you on that one a little bit this is how i get involved in like in a lot of games, it's like oh, that's fair. Someone's like, "Hey, yeah, I, like, like, at least this is this is me at least." Where it's like, my friends will play something. They're like, yeah. "Hey, we're playing this competitive game." And I'm like, "Oh, cool! Like, send me a video of like you know the the like the top end of what people can do, and yeah. then I get excited. I'm like, "Oh, now this becomes interesting to me because I know what's possible, and mm. that's the fun part for me." It's like, I, I, "Oh, I understand. this becomes different." I understand, but I think like the video games from Pokemon are too slow yes. for that to be interesting sure to be the thing that draws someone in like yeah. as a spectator it's not as exciting if you don't know what's happening yeah i, I guess unless you're watching pokemon so when we went to nationals i think in like 20 it wasn't 2019 i think it was 2018 we went to nationals and i was hanging out with scron and he he's sitting next to me and like the pockets up there because we're waiting for the finals to happen we're waiting for mm-hmm. the vgc finals to happen so pockets happening before that unfortunately and so all I remember is like I was watching like a Soikun and somebody else beat each other up, and then and then Scron just leans over to me. He goes, "That's impressive if you know anything about the game." And I'm like, "I have no idea what just happened, <laughs> <laughs> and I have no idea why that's impressive." Uh, <laughs> I will say that Pokémon is more visually appealing than like watching VGC or TCG, but uh, I I think that I think the learning curve is very high. Yeah, it looks more visually impressive, and things are always happening but 
I don't like the Pokken system of battling <laughs> the phase system. Yeah, I don't I, think anybody does, but I think they were trying to do something different, and I don't think it worked. They out. were. I would have preferred just a straight up two D fighter, but eh, it's fine. Now you brought up the last thing I wanted to mention is if someone's big into card games, you just bring them to the TCG. Oh yeah, no, I think that there are plenty of people I know who know nothing about Pokemon and play the Pokemon TCG. <laughs> Because I don't think you need to know about the Pokemon other than, like, the card names. Exactly. To play. I, I do agree mm-hmm. with that. If you have somebody who's, like, into, I would say Yu-Gi-Oh. I would say Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh over magic. magic. I would say over Magic, probably more likely Yu-Gi-Oh. Because Magic and Pokemon are very similar-ish. That's why it would be easier to go, I think, Magic to Pokemon than Yu-Gi-Oh. Cause... I, think, I think going Magic to Pokemon, though, I, I don't know. This is just me. I haven't played a lot of Magic. I know Sigma plays Magic. Here's the way I look at it. Pokemon and Magic have like similar resource systems, but Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon have more consistency systems, if that makes sense. Mm. Like in Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon, you're always trying to get the same thing to happen, whereas Magic, it's a lot more variable. Yes. But you have the same resource or a similar resource system than Magic has when it comes to energy. So I I, I would go a step further and say like, and I'm going to say old school Yu-Gi-Oh is closer to Pokemon than what it is now. Because I tried to watch yes. what people are doing now and it's just crazy combo into like yes oh my it takes gosh. like 10 minutes and then it's like what's going on yeah no so i was uh so the new Yu-Gi-Oh master duel game just came out yep I, i've been playing it yeah i played it a little bit because they give you a lot of free gems at first and i'm like yeah i could play around with it and see what i can do you know and so then i just i like i'm like i jump on the ladder i want a few matches because like i built like a really basic uh utopia deck and i i was just like yeah i'm doing pretty okay with this you know in the low rank and then like i got to a point where i think i hit like silver or whatever and it's just like it's just like i don't know what's happening anymore my opponent will take a 10 minute turn and i don't i don't know what cards are being played <laughs> i don't know what exactly. combo is happening but i see things entering and leaving the board and uh i don't know what's happening i'm not sure if letting maxi be legal was a good thing but in pokemon maxi no no maxi in uh Yu-Gi-Oh. I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea. It's a card you play from your hand, and every time your opponent special summons a monster that turn, you draw a card. Oh my gosh. It's been banned in the, like, rest of the world for a long time, but it's a card Japan has always allowed to have legal. Oh no. And it's legal in Master Duels, so people just don't, people don't know how to play around it. (laughs) This is why I said, like, old school Yu-Gi-Oh, where it's like, oh, player monsters and attack. There weren't like, mm-hmm. yes. like oh, I, there was like I a couple agree. of like two or three card combos where it's like, oh, you can do this special thing if you have yeah. these things. And I agree like, with oh, you. I get to do this thing, draw this thing, create this monster, bring out more things to do other things. And it's like a 10 minute yeah. turn is like on turn one. It's really insane. Fun. It's really insane. When the extra deck was a fusion deck era. Yes. When it was just a fusion deck. I agree I'll even go as far and say just synchro at that point. Once Xyz became a thing, it became yes. a lot easier to get like consistent plays every game. Yep. Like Yu-Gi-Oh, your plan is to do roughly the same thing every game. Yep. Right. And that's kind of what Pokemon has become too. It's like, this is my attacker. My goal is to attack with this attacker. I do agree to bring us back to the topic <laughs> that that the TCG would be a good way to bring somebody who's into card games into Pokemon. Yes. Yeah, I, can see. I do agree with that. I even think not being a TCG fan, like if you're just like a board game fan, even. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, I, I think you just like Pokemon is very easy to comprehend as a card game, and this is my personal Especially opinion. The theme decks, theme decks are dead, but uh, yeah. yeah, theme decks don't exist anymore. But yeah, they don't. No, they stopped making them. 
like a year ago. Yeah. What do they do now? Uh, Vdex. Same thing. Mm, it's not exactly, but yeah. But like, th- th- like you can buy two then Vdex or theme decks or whatever, and just and play cards. against them, and they're roughly the same power. They put them in dual packs, so you could do that. Yeah. It's so like the last ones were Rayquaza and Noivern. Mm-hmm. I think they do. A, I think they do a decent job with it. I think they're better than theme decks, just because. Yeah, no, you're gonna if you're gonna play this game, you'll see V Pokemon, right? So mm-hmm. here, get used to them. Yeah, I I think I mean I think it's better than theme decks for sure. Claude, we could just play theme decks whenever on Tabletop Simulator, okay? <laughs> I'm still waiting for us to do the Puckle Draft. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, we were supposed to do that, and I forgot. I did. We did do one a few weeks ago. You just weren't around for it. Well, I was around for the original, like one of the, the original, original ones tested. For it. Yeah, no, we cleaned it up a lot. Ah, uh, cleaned it up a lot. It's a lot nicer now. You're gonna, you're gonna enjoy it. You're gonna enjoy it. Pokemon Cube Draft. Po- <laughs> we got to do this. Yeah, we have a Delta Cube for this. I'm very excited. Maybe we do it in the lead up, the week to the lead up to uh, BDSP or not BDSP Pokemon Legends Arceus. But yeah, I. I think we covered everything, though, and we've yeah. talked about a bajillion ways you can introduce people to the franchise. <laughs> Most importantly, not Poke Park Wii. Yeah, not Poke Park, please. Uh, <laughs> oh, there, there is one more way you can introduce someone to the Pokemon. What is that? Especially for little kids that I just thought of. What? Plushies. Uh, yeah. Merchandise. 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 Like, Merchandising. Oh, Merchandising. here's this cute little, like, furry animal. Oh my god, I love it! Where can I play with this more? Get oh, them. there's a game it comes from. Like, it's a great, I think it's a good way for kids, at least. Maybe. Yeah, I can yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah, Spaceballs, the video game. Spaceballs, the uh, the flamethrowers. Spaceballs, the Pop-Tart. Merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. Yo, Pokemon Mac and Cheese, bring it back. It does come back every once in a while, actually. It actually comes back pretty frequently. <laughs> but, like, you can eat them all. It, it, it does come back pretty frequently. All right. I wonder how much it is to buy a thing right now. Pokemon mac and cheese? I mean, it probably happens. It's probably around. Still probably still. only like a dollar, maybe two. Yeah, I mean, a box of mac and cheese isn't that expensive. Yeah, but like, they haven't been around since Gen 4. Oh, I guess so. But I mean, it'll come back one day. On eBay, they're selling for like uh, $100. I don't care. Darn. <laughs> I will not pay $100 for Kraft macaroni and cheese. That's so dumb. And I love it. All right. <laughs> I think this is a good place to wrap it up, though. We're going to call it here. Use these use this discussion to guide your own thoughts. It depends on the person you're trying to introduce, but I, I'm sure we gave you some good options. <laughs> Make all your friends play Pokemon with you, and as long as they join Puckle, we don't care. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. On, on that note, though, this, is, this, was, uh, this was a good talk. This was a good topic. Yeah. Patrons, look out for the February suggestions. Uh, have them ready. Maybe you too can win the Red Rotom badge. But on that note, we are going to... Red kick- Rotom. Yum. Yum. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, uh, that's just fun to say. Yeah, uh, maybe like Red Rotom buzz, you know, maybe something like that instead. Buzz. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're, we'll, we'll workshop this, okay? <laughs> At this point, we're only using the, the uh, oven Rotom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, on that note, we're going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. And we will catch you all on the flip-flop. Poke of the episode. And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number... Oh no, I didn't forget... I forgot to scroll. 537, Seismitoad. 
the vibration Pokemon. This Pokemon is popular among the elderly who say the vibrations of its lumps are great for massages. I hate that. (laughs) I hate it and love it at the same time. Thank you, Pokemon Sword and Shield, for giving us the worst Pokedex entries. Like, I don't know what happened to the guys writing the Pokedex entries lately. Like, ever since Gen 7, they're just like, yeah, let's just take this super dark. I feel like they saw top 10 videos on YouTube and they're like, you know, we can just do creepy ones and people will make everything free. Everything. It'll be free advertisement for us. So let's go. Seismitoad uh, is a good Pokemon because it's water ground type, and that's a really good type. Not as good as Fairy Steel, but very good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, its stats aren't great, but its abilities kind of save the day because it base 105 HP makes it a bulky monster, especially because its defenses are both 75. Both its attack stats are 85, and its speed is 74, which is weird that they're just like, yeah, not a 5 there. Base 499. That's your space stat total, okay? You can't have nice things, but he does get Swift Swim and Water Absorb, making it a good pivot for several types, but it can also be used on rain teams, uh, which is really, really exciting in that regard. And his move pool is somewhat deep. Deeper than you'd ever expect yeah, it to be. like Sludge Wave? Yeah, Why? he gets a lot of poison coverage. His ability is Poison Touch, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he can have Poison Touch. According to one one Pokedex entry, Claude, he's very similar to Croagunk, okay? Ah, oh, that's right. Uh, I believe that, actually. I mean, it's, it'd be he interesting to like see like a predecessor to both of them, you know? He is a Krogunk that shares neither type. Yes. It's uh, <laughs> yes, it's fine. Regional Seismitoad one day. It'll happen. But I mean, his, I mean, he gets decent coverage both in physical and special, which is not something you see with a lot of mixed sweepers like this <laughs> or, or Pokemon with that ability. Like they typically don't get, they either just get physical moves or they just get special moves. But Seismitoad's like, yeah, I get it all. A lot of them get both coverage. Their stats just don't allow it. You know, the ones that do get both coverage do, but there's a lot of mix sweepers that I think just don't get great coverage. Like, uh, I, I would like even say Lucario almost falls into that camp. Well, it, it yeah. gets both. It gets a lot of good coverage for both. It, yeah, it's all right. I it's definitely better at one than the other, though. I I think that's just mm-hmm. based on its stab, though. Yes. Uh, I think it's more that fighting type is a bat. It has no good special bat moves. special. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Aura Sphere's okay. I mean, but... it does get Vacuum Wave, which is nice. Yeah, but you could just extreme speed and you're fine. But, I mean, tox- uh, the only other one that comes to mind is Toxicroak, which actually gets good moves for both. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. Seismitoad has a really good move pool for a Pokemon that wasn't introduced in Gen 1. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, they gave it the Gen 1 syndrome in Gen 5. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I wasn't mad with Seismitoad. I, I think it's a good Pokemon. And it, it obviously is because people use it. I don't think it's ever been like terrible. Um, he's no, just, well, usually he's there's boy. just something better. Yes. But in a world where Zacian reigns supreme, you know, you know that, that ground yeah. stab hurts a lot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so we've got another VGC Series 12 team for you guys today so that you can get ready for all of your VGC battles and make it to Worlds if uh, the battles actually exist. Oh, I was thinking that you could just, like, battle to get your shiny... Your shiny Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's that's also Shiny Pokemon. Show up and actually battle instead of playing one game and leaving. Um, yes. But, you know. Yes. Get your shiny Pokemon and have fun while you do it. Uh, so we've got a team for you today with Seismitoad on it, because it turns out one of the best Pokemon in the format is Kyogre. <laughs> and so it's always raining. Almost always. <laughs> so, uh, so speaking of Kyogre, this team has Kyogre on it. 
with uh, leftovers, drizzle, a very standard EV spread of 244 HP, 228 defense, 20 special <laughs> attack, 4 special defense, and 12 speed. It's got a modest nature because you're going to try to do damage with your 20 special attack EVs. And it's got Origin Pulse, Ice Beam, Protect, and Calm Mind. I've seen this set, like not the spread, but like the move set on a mm-hmm. lot of Kyogre recently. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I love Origin Pulse, but I guess it works. It's because people want to be able to hit two ice, and they don't want to rely on, especially with Zashin running around, they don't want to rely- You don't want to rely on Water Spout uh, water being spout. Power. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're a Scarf. I yeah. feel like if you're yeah, a Scarf, you're water spout's the only viable Scarf, you could probably do it. I feel like this is more consistent. I don't know how I feel about, like, the Calm Mind setup, but that's also just, like, a Thatch preference thing. You're leftovers, too, so you're-, you're Yeah, doing... I don't know. I don't know. I'm sitting here, like, I'm like, what are you doing in doubles? And <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. That Kyogre's setting up for success. It's fine. Yeah, I'm just, I'm over here, I'm like, what are you doing over here in doubles? I'm very confused right now. I mean, if you get a Calm Mind up, it's probably really hard to get rid of you yeah. if you go big. We also have uh, Seismitoad, the man of the hour, on the team to back up the Kyogre with its Swift Swim ability. It's got, uh, it's also got a Life Orb, so it can deal that damage. It's running max attack, max speed, and 4 HP EVs. Uh, Adam in nature, because he's going to do damage. Stomping Tantrum, which is... On, and honestly, in my opinion, the VGC is the only place where you should ever run Stopping Tantrum. It's uh, the same. So, uh, or Grassy Terrain. You can run it whenever you know there might be Grassy Terrain. You want Stomping Tantrum or High Horsepower. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I, I think High Horsepower is typically the option over Stomping Tantrum. I don't think it gets High Horsepower, though. It does not. It does not. But Stomping Tantrum, Stomping Tantrum is better, in my opinion, anyway, in VGC, because it gets more powerful if it like hits into a Protect. Also, it's like... Roughly the same power as Earthquake after you yes. remove the calcul or do the calculation for spread damage. Like yep. it, you're not losing power. No, no. And then you've also got liquidation uh, for funsies. You've got bounce because yeah, I assume they want you to Dynamax the Seismitoad. <laughs> yeah, the t- if yes. the toad goes big, it's gonna. If the toad goes big, you're gonna have bad time. Also, like a calm mind Kyogre with a speed boost sounds awfully terrifying. Yes, it does. <laughs> And not to mention, you also have Power Whip on the Seismitoad, so if you go big, you can make sure you get your own Grassy Terrain, uh, which <laughs> is uh, also insane. Actually, this team sounds fun. I'm sold on this team based on the yeah. Seismitoad alone, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Seismitoad's such a fun mon to use. Yeah, this is like, I am, I am 100% sold on the Seismitoad. <laughs> <laughs> Seismitoad is fun. Uh, uh else grab is two fun. more. Yeah. Uh, Thunderous. I love Defiant Thunderous, and yeah. that is what this is. It's got its little safety goggles on, so it's not going to be uh, redirected by those Falcaronas and Amoonguses yeah. going around. Because, or, or we're also not getting put to sleep by the Venusaur. That's yes. an important one. Uh, because if you're facing a Sun team, eh, eh. Anyways, you're avoiding that sleep powder. You're, this is also a Pokemon that often goes large, so it can use that fly, max fly. Uh, EVs are 100, 156 attack, and 252 speed. Jolly nature. We going fast. Uh, we got wild charge, fly, protect, and brick break, because everyone likes putting up screens, and we don't like screens. No, no we screens do not. Are bad. Screens, screens are bad. bad. Uh, <laughs> then we have Ferrothorn with its little assault vest. It's nice and geared up. No protecting here. Iron barbs because we're a Ferrothorn and that's what we do. Max HP, max attack, a little bit and the rest goes to defense. Brave nature with zero speed. Attacks are power because I guess we're risking it and not going seed bomb. Uh, risking it for, for the biscuits. Knock off because we don't like EV light. <laughs> 
and other bad items, but you know, also hitting the horse is important. <laughs> Stupid horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, gyro ball, because we're a ferrothorn and we have no speed anyway, so that's a lot of damage. And, uh, body press, because, because why not? We're in this. We're assault vest, and sometimes you get intimidated. But when you're intimidated, you still hit that Incineroar with that oh, yes. Um, yes, you do. And, and, and speaking of Incineroar, I mean, you can't have a BGC team without it because it's, you absolutely it's by can. far the best. I think it's actually number one in usage right now. I wouldn't be surprised. I believe it hits around 75% or something no, like that. No, it wasn't that. 75. Last I checked, it was just under 50. It was just under either 50. Way. Yeah, either way, it is that the best BGC we've now. ever seen. But it might have been, it, I mean, there was a point where it was like 90% usage, though. I remember, oh, I remember how bad it was in, at the end of Gen 7. Yeah, that's when it was. It was like 90% usage. Incineroar just kept going up in usage. Oh. And they're just like, yeah, bring it back. Bring it yeah, back. So we have, though, the speediest Incineroar you could possibly have with Focus Sash, Ability Intimidate, uh, 252 Attack, 4 Special Defense, and then 252 Speed, Jolly Nature, with Parting Shot, Fake Out, Flare Blitz, and Throat Chop. Um, this, is, I think, is meant for... To outspeed any of the, like, Kyogres or Groudons or Lunalas that don't run any speed, because a lot of them don't run speed. I know this is a, this can be faster, parting shot, out of there, weaken them, and go to something else, probably. Or, like, yeah. a Lunala, it probably yeah. just clicks Throat Chop and it's dead. Uh, or, I mean, after Shadow Shield, you have to break I mean, the if you first. can get any chip from anything yeah. else on the team that's faster than the Incineroar, which yeah. probably the Seismitoad or Thunder is, but still... Uh, uh, but then, sure. uh, since you mentioned it, we also have a Lunala on the team with a Power Herb, uh, 212 HP, 76 defense, 100 special attack, 116 special defense, and then 4 speed. Uh, modest Nature with Moongeist Beam, Meteor Beam, Protect, and Trick Room. So if your rain doesn't work, you can always go slow mode. And yes. that's like, Ferrothorn and Trick Room sounds terrifying to me. You can go mm-hmm. big with it, too. I believe it. With the Ferrothorn and just be like scary. <laughs> you go big with Ferrothorn into a Kyogre team, and it's like, what? Well, how are they breaking you? I don't. And know. the answer is they're not. No, it's it's the fun. It's the fun part. Mm-hmm. You just get to go go big with Ferrothorn and just like nom nom nom. <laughs> uh, I love Meteor Beam Lunala. It just sounds yeah. so fun. Yeah, it's like here's my plus one special attack. Now what's taking a Moongeist Beam? Yep. Show me. Yep. Uh, it's gonna be the a answer good is nothing. Especially if you get Trick Room up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's just, it's just out being, it's just outspeeding everything. Man, it's terrifying. This team sounds like fun. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I can't wait to play with it. If you're a patron, you can get the whole team this week, uh, on so- Pokemon Sword and Shield in their shiny forms. I think all of these can be shiny. So you can get the whole team. Uh, I think yep. there was a Kyogre on last week's team too, but you could do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Can have another Kyogre. This is a slow calm mind one. It's fine. Yeah. I think last week's was also calm mind, but it might have been a fast calm mind. <laughs> Ooh, fast yeah. calm mind. It was the exact same moveset. Who has a speedy incinerator already, right? Yeah. And it can be in a sports ball now. Let's That's go. true. That's true. It can? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's legal. How? Because it uh, was an a event. A few months ago? It was, yeah, it was like yeah. a, a raid event. Oh, that's fun. If it's a raid event, you can catch it at any ball you want. <laughs> I, I didn't realize it was a raid event. Yeah. Yep. And Sport Ball and Cinerar just sounds good. I think all of these can be in whatever ball you want it to be in. So They're all catchable in Sword and Shield, so yep. <laughs> there we go. Uh, all right. So on that note, uh, make sure you, if you want them uh, in their shiny forms, head over to patreon.com slash podcast. If not, just grab the rental team that we'll have later up, later this week so you can play around with it. Uh, just remember, you can't use rental teams in competitions, though. Womp womp. So you do nope. need to have the team ready itself. 
But on that note, we are going to go ahead and kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! Sending your emails! Mail! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you send us an email at pucklepodcast.com and we'll read it on the show probably if it's good and has paragraph breaks. <laughs> This segment of the show is also brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! hooves. And if your email sparks a discussion between myself and the host, we are going to go ahead and give you the Green Tauros badge if we deem you worthy. And you get a fancy role on the server and you get to join the exclusive club where I think everybody just shouts hooves. Hooves! <laughs> <laughs> Last week we asked you guys if you were hyped for Pokemon Legends Arceus. The answer is obviously Yes. So we're going to go ahead. We've got four emails today for you to go through for you guys because they're not particularly long this week. And I think we could fit four in. So, so. without further ado, we're going to jump right on into Keegster. And uh, I think Sigma's got this one. Yeah. What's up, Puckle Gang? This is my first time emailing you, but I've been listening to you since the Sword and Shield release cycle. Ooh. Nice. Uh, that was a that was a scary time here. That was but, a bad uh, time. That was a bad time. <laughs> there were ups and downs. And yes, a there lot were. Of downs. Um, yes, there were. <laughs> by the way, Thatch, I'm one of those people who will defend the 24 hours live stream till the day I die. Okay. Um, uh, I'm sorry for you. I. I, I don't I don't think I'm upset about the 24 hour live stream because people didn't like it. I think I'm upset by the 24 hour live stream because I never want to do that again. Uh, <laughs> like it's not it's not a you thing. It's a me thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the kind of thing where you like do it over multiple days in smaller shit. I'd much rather do two 12 hour days than one two 12 hour days, three eight hour days, something like yeah, that. I'd much rather do that. That way you're fully charged for it. And- yeah, because like we I could at the end we just didn't have energy. Like we were just done. I I remember coming back from like a New Year's party and th- yeah, it was. Bad. I think like Scrawn was left on screen doing Pokemon. I'm surprised we didn't have like, like an uh, hour where people were just sleeping. <laughs> it was close enough to that. There were only like two people watching. It, it was very close. I remember being on a train, like coming home, like at like two or three in the morning, and talking with Scrawn because I was trying to keep myself awake, and <laughs> he was clearly trying to keep himself awake. Uh, it was uh, bad. So, it was bad. We're not doing that again. <laughs> uh, maybe not, but maybe also yes. No. I mean, if you do it in shifts where people are actually... Shifts. If we do it in shifts, I'll yeah, do it. We, we do it in shifts and we do it over Twitch where people can be at their own home. Yes. yes. Like that, that's like, what that's more reasonable do. because not everyone's like trying You're to right, force things. We give things. Whimsicott our night shift. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Okay. Works okay. out. Yeah. Figured it out. Uh, also, that quiz segment with Jushiro and Basket had me wheezing. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever heard on the show. So thank you for that. <laughs> uh, you are unintentionally welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there are three big things I'm really excited for in Legends Arceus. The new battle system looks excellent. They have this same battle system in Digimon World games, and I've always wanted to see that in the Pokemon series. It'll change the way we battle in a fantastic way. I think it works fine in like the single player, but I don't think it'll work well in PvP. No, no that's why it's in the side game instead yes. of the main game. But I think that's fine. Uh, I hope they mm-hmm. continue the series, um, but that we'll see. Uh, Absolutely. In the next like five years. An- another thing that excites me is the fact that Pokemon are dangerous animals. 
reading Pokedex entries saying things like, a cacturn will bide its time and will pounce on its prey when it becomes incapable of moving. I would love to see that actually happen in a Pokemon game. And I think we'll get a taste of that in Legends. I think we saw more of that, honestly, in Pokemon Snap. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah that, that, was a, that was a violent game. Poor Magikarp. Poor Bounce Suite. Oh. Magikarp several times has just taken to its death. <laughs> <laughs> it did not survive. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, the final thing I'm looking forward to with this game is how Pokemon will change with this game. The steps Game Freak are taking with the entry gives me hope for the future of the franchise and how innovative they'll be with Generation 9. Personally, I want to see a Pokemon region take place in Scandinavia with this kind of immersion. I got more to say, but this email is going on longer than I thought. Thank you for so much for the weekly podcasts. I love all of you, all of you and I hope your days are filled with blessings aplenty. Keegster. Well, thank you. Well, thank you, Keegster. All right. Yeah, you're next. Okay. Uh, this one comes from uh, Sleeve. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all well and enjoying the frenzied run up to the release of Legends Arceus. I personally am applying the five Ds of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Uh, to spoilers right now, because I want to go in with the same sense of wonder I had with new Pokemon games when I was a kid. I wish I could do that, but uh, no, I can't do that anymore. Um, either way. Uh, from the official release content that TP, uh, TPCI has given us, I have to say there's a lot I'm excited about. Overworld catching with the use of mechanics such as sneaking and bait looks amazing. And if it's successful, I could easily see the making of this into a mainline, mainline game in Gen 9. Coupled with the on-the-move catches that have been showing up while riding Pokemon. I can see there being a few catch-of-the-month competitions running either through TPCI themselves or unofficial communities. That would be fun. A catch of the month? How would we do that? Like, is is there a way to do, like, a catch of the month, like, for us? What do I'm you just, mean, catch of the month? I don't know. He said catch of the month. Like, is there a way we can do that? Because, like, we, like we did with, um, uh, the, the snap, where we had, like, the picture. That was a fun competition. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, we'll uh, see. That sounds like maybe. fun, though. Either way. Let me go back to this and figure out what the boot. All right. Now that, I, now I'm seeing that it looks like it plays very similar to Monster Hunter. I haven't played a Monster Hunter game since my Nintendo DS days. Uh, Monster Hunter 3, I think. But I remember loving the format, and I'm looking forward to seeing it apply to Pokemon. Obviously, the new Pokemon are a huge excitement factor. I can only speak on what's been uh, shown officially, but I think, but I honestly don't think there's been a bad Pokemon shown yet. Uh, I'm looking forward to us uh, to smashing a Growlithe's head into things without questioning my morality. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, lastly, it's uh, also <laughs> great to finally have an explanation as to why you black out after losing all your Pokemon in battle. That's you get true, beaten though. up by the Pokemon. I wonder um, if that's been true the entire time, by the way. I believe is that, like, it has the, been. Is that the trainers uh, are just, like, sicking their Pokemon on you when you're out of them? <laughs> Anyways, I hope it's everything everyone wants it to be, and we have a lot of fun playing it. With peace and love, your pal Sleeve. Wait, can you black out and white out? Are there differences? Or no? Yes. Maybe it's just... Yes. I wonder if you white out with trainers and you only black out with wild Pokemon. It's one of the two, I think. I, I, that might, I, I've never noticed that detail. <laughs> hmm. I, I believe there has to be something, so... There, there must be. There must be. All right. Okay, this time Thatch will not mess up. And we're going to go with Sneaky Scissor. How do you do, Buckle Crew? Sneaky Scissor here with my first time answering the mailbag. I found you guys about a year ago, right before the announcement of BDSP and Pokemon Legends Arceus, and I've been loving the content each and every episode. Still haven't totally figured out Discord, but that's another topic altogether. 
I'm responding to the mailbag about the upcoming Legends of Legends game, of course, and I can firmly say I have not been this excited about a Pokemon game since Generation 6 when we got introduced to Megas. I know this won't be the 100% open world game like Breath of the Wild, but after watching the extended 13-minute trailer, it does seem like the game it does seem like the game seems very big and open to an extent, which seems exciting. I'm also very interested in what they're doing for moves, which we saw agile and strong styles quickly introduced, but also noticed some differences in PP for moves, such as Thunder only having 5 out of 5 instead of the normal 10 out, 10 out of 10, which is true. I didn't actually notice until I read this email earlier that Thunder wasn't 5 out of 5. I always thought I, I was just like, no, it's 5 out of 5, right? <laughs> but I was wrong. <laughs> Uh, I think the chance to miss is higher, so they gave it more PP. They gave it more PP, yeah. I think because it's thirty, it's thirty percent miss chance, yeah. Whereas uh, Hydro Pump is eighty-five, so it gets yes. five. I, uh, yeah, I guess that's how like it that. works. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm quite interested how many changes were made to different moves. I I also wouldn't look too much into like move changes in Legends Arceus. Battle systems different, move changes yep. were inevitable. Yeah, I, I think move changes are inevitable, and I don't think it's something that will propagate throughout the series, per se. And I expect a couple a bunch of moves to just be removed, too. Just because, yeah, like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's it doesn't different. fit with the system. Yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. be like, I wouldn't look too much into the changes here, other than, like, this is different gameplay, so different things are going to happen. I do like the idea, though, of being able to have Pokemon collected from different places and put them all in. And then I just, I, I want a hub that's not just Pokemon Hope, but we'll see if that ever mm-hmm. happens. Mm hmm. Uh, maybe Pokemon Home, that is my Pokemon Ranch. Full circle for the episode. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, the best game to start someone on is Pokemon Ranch when they don't have anything to transfer. Exactly. Uh, uh, I can't believe we missed it. We missed it, the topic. <laughs> We're awful, awful people. I, I also <laughs> noticed that when they highlighted Cyndaquil at level 10, he only had the move Quick Attack, so I assume they blocked out a new Fire-type move it learns in the beginning. So they don't spoil it in the trailer, which is exciting that we may get new moves for some Pokemon. Lastly, I think my biggest excitement comes from being able to experience how Pokemon interact with you in the wild, like we saw with Tangrowth and others. I'm sure I'm not alone in wondering for so many years how a game would look like with Pokemon actually aggressive towards trainers slash people. So that's probably going to be at the top of my list in see- is seeing the semi-open world Pokemon game and how humans and Pokemon interacted in older times. Additionally, I hope the story adds to this as well so we don't get the super cheesy writing that we believe we are getting for this game. But I'm sure I'll eat up the story no matter what. I don't know that this game really needs story, honestly, with like the such a rapid shift in or not rapid, but such a large shift in gameplay style. I think that that the gameplay can very much carry the game. But that's just that. It's definitely more interactive gameplay, right? So it doesn't need the story. Sorry for the long winded email, Puckle Crew. And I hope to chat with everyone on Discord if I can figure it out better. Sneaky scissor. Uh, don't, no worries. I see your discord name. Don't worry about it. Uh, we, if you win the badge, you'll get it. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll figure it out. All right. One more today. And I think it's going to be British gent. Yeah. It's the British gent. Dearest cool trainer thatch and his fellow co-hosts, the always inf- uh, informative R Sigma and Claude nine. I'll keep this short and sweet. That nearly 14 minute trailer showing the Pokemon legends Arceus was just what we needed. It has got me so hyped for the game even more now. My starter shall be picked by my daughter when I want to explore the game with her. Fingers crossed, uh, with hopefully new Pokemon being encountered together, we can share in the excitement of the discoveries. In less than six days of writing this, we will have our hands on the game. Un- uh, unless you work on YouTube and you've been, uh, le- unless you work on YouTube and you've been given the game over a week ahead of, ahead of the release <laughs> or just talking about it. Okay, okay, so time out. No one was not, given the they're game. They're not given no the game. No one was given the game before release. People have purchased it. 
Yeah, that's believable. That's but they were not given it. They were not. They were given not sponsored. It. Nobody no. was given it. There was one guy who was definitely like he broke into a warehouse and sold a bunch of copies early. But then there's also the people who just like got the ROM dump, and you can take the ROM and actually put it on your Switch if you have a homebrewed Switch. Granted, there's also like mom and pop shops that get the game early. And they'll just break street date. Absolutely. Well, I mean, they'll either break street date or they'll sell it at like an upcharge for mm-hmm. it early. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which yeah. I mean, I'm for it. Yeah. I don't care. Uh. <laughs> like I would gladly charge double the price of the game if someone wants to get it a week early. Yeah, yep. totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, until video games go only, only download, like you're never going to yes. prevent leaks. So absolutely. In reality, I guess this is from the, I guess this is now the norm of, for all of us. Best of luck to everyone who wants to keep away from the spoilers. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, more importantly, God be with Bidoof's you. <laughs> big stand has got to be one of the greatest anime to come from Pokemon. HM Slave? I'm sorry, but Bidoof was so much more. It was a champion. <laughs> okay, okay, that short, though, was legitimately some of the best Pokemon yes, like, animation we've had one of the in greatest. forever. So, oh my yeah, God. Was it. it was really good. I want more. I want more Bidoof's yeah. big, yes. big stand. I want more. Please. Lord, now I want my own Bidoof. Who would have thought that? An eight-minute video got more story and love than most of the anime Pokemon has brought out. It's so <laughs> true, though. It's so true. I know. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. That wasn't as short and sweet as I'd hoped, but never mind. Hope you all have a great day. I'm going to put the kettle on so I can fill fill my flask with tea for my travels. Uh, that sounds like a British thing to do. That, that does. Best <laughs> of luck on your travels through the Hasui region, the British gen. Wonderful. <laughs> all right. So who should we give the uh, Green Taurus badge to? Uh... I'm between Keegster and Sneaky Scissor. I, okay. I was going to say uh, Sneaky Scissor. Sneaky Scissor, you get it. Let us know. We'll hook you up. Uh, you, you've got the Green Taurus badge this week. Uh, and on that note, if you want to try to win the Green Taurus badge yourself, you can email us next week at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, where you can go ahead and email us uh, what you think what might be a good game for people to be introduced to for Pokemon. Or you can just go ahead and tell us about your Pokemon Legends experience because it'll be out by then. Please remember, we will record Saturday morning. <laughs> so you may not be able to get it in time. You can, of course, keep up with us throughout the week, though, through social media on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. You can go ahead and also keep up with us at PuckleDiscord.com, where you come and chat and hang out with the co-hosts. You can come and watch some YouTube videos. We've got a, nu- a couple Nuzlocke series going over on YouTube at YouTube.com slash PucklePodcast. I really like the Puckle Place specifically because they're like little mini podcasts. Mm-hmm. that we get to have together and i, I really like that um i believe seth vilo's first one just dropped today uh, as of recording Ooh. um so you can yeah, definitely they, check that out oh, i think what? we've had daily content over yeah, on almost YouTube almost daily content oh, yeah. on youtube yeah it's very because i split now. the i split yeah, you've been the, splitting the streams so we yeah we have that it's gonna be uh yeah so if you go check out youtube you can check out all that stuff you can of course go over uh to uh twitch as well and watch the streams live at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast i try to stream on uh tuesdays and it's it's a really good time in that regard i really like hanging out with you guys on that try to hit a second day of the week we'll see if we make a second day this week happen we'll find out <laughs> i'm not probably entirely friday sure. yeah uh, maybe oh Definitely yeah friday, friday. Uh, never mind yeah friday i forgot the game's coming out yeah we're gonna stream on friday <laughs> Oh my gosh. I mean, maybe you're going to stream Saturday too. Like, yeah, who knows? probably, maybe, probably a little bit on Saturday. Maybe even like a little bit more on like, I don't know, Thursday beforehand. Like, we can do some Nuzlocke stuff. I mean, maybe there's a lot of streaming happening on Twitch this week, actually. And it's I totally a busy planned day. it. It's a busy week. It's, it's an exciting week. week. Yeah, it's an exciting week. <laughs> so, yeah, twitch.tv slash the fuck podcast, guys. Uh, <laughs> 
And of course, if you want to help support the show, you could drop a Twitch Prime subscription or you could even go over to uh, patreon.com slash puckle podcast, get some shiny Pokemon or Pokemon. anything else or be able to help pick a topic like we did for this week. Uh, we, we would really appreciate the support you give us there and it, you don't have to just listening to the show is enough. So on that note, I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been R Sigma. And I've been Claude Nine. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Bye.